0: Blog talk radio
1: I wish I had the time to tell you a story about a man called Charlie John I don't have that time tonight but you gotta realize if old John was here after going through he'd look back at that old but since I can't shout in your church, and since I can't dance in your church, oh, hold the mule. I feel like shouting right now. I come to tell somebody I feel like I'm praising, praising Him. Well, well, help me out, y'all. Oh, I
0: Good evening. Welcome to
1: <coughs>
0: Blessings Vibrates Radio. Tonight is February the 8th, 2007, 2018. We are in the Apple Valley Studio with Quidditch and Acclaim, Bishop, founder pastor of the Greater All Nations Pentecost Church of Jesus Christ. Conveniently located at 8516 South Thompson Avenue, Los Angeles, California, 90001. Tonight we are here with Dr. Alfred Moore. Tonight is the final analysis on the matter. Welcome to Blessings for Our Grace Radio. This is the final analysis on the matter. We are living in the last days, saints of God. We're living in the last days of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is coming back sooner than we know. Now, are you rapture ready? Are you spiritually being fed? Are you thirsty and hungry spiritually? This show is about soul salvation. And making everybody knowledgeable about Jesus Christ. And tonight, me and Bishop, we looked at our stats and our show updates. We found out that we're in so many countries. Like I said, this show is about making everybody knowledgeable about Jesus Christ. There is an acronym for the word Holy Bible, it stands for He only left you basic instructions before leaving earth. Talking about you, Radio Land listeners, thanks to God. He left you basic instructions. What does that mean? You're probably wondering and asking me. God has a design and a purpose for each and every one of us. He has something that we're all supposed to do each and every one of us. We are to do and say and think like he wants us to. If we are to live for him, we are to repent for our sins. Think for the gift of the Holy Ghost. Be baptized. Under the Spirit, we are and we have to be wholeheartedly sorry and remorseful for all of our sins that we've created and what we've done. Now here on this show, we believe in the unadulterated gospel. We believe in the apostolic doctrine. Dr. Bishop Alphamore is an amazing teacher, bishop, pastor, and spiritual counselor. Talk to him. He'll talk back. He preaches what thus saith the Lord. These messages are very, very important because we are truly in the last days of life. In the Bible, it talks about God and how he says, Asking, it shall be given. Seeking, ye shall find. Knocking, the door shall be opened unto you. Those scriptures and passages are telling you what you are to do. There are ten commandments in the book of Exodus that we are supposed to follow to the letter of the law. God said, be in the world, but don't be of the world. Now, what that means is you live here and you obey the laws of the land, but you don't have to do the worldly things. Again, welcome to Blessings by Grace Radio. We love you. Once. Twice, three times, in the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Lord be to God, ladies and gentlemen, my bishop and pastor, also my grandpa, and your radio minister, Dr. Al Moore. God bless everybody.
2: God bless you tonight, amen. My granddaughter tonight, thank you. And for those encouraging words tonight, I pray that it has been a blessing to those In radio land tonight, a young lady devoting her life to Jesus Christ. That is exactly what you should be doing also. Tonight, actually, I said it as stated, amen. uh, This is Thursday night, and it's time for food for a thought. We try to give you, amen, food for the rest of this week. Amen, that it may carry you on until another week, until the Lord give us another inspiring word. We are going to, amen, pick up where we left off on last week. And we will, first of all, we want to say we thank the Lord for all, every one of you that is supporting this ministry. And I I definitely want to say it does not belong to me, amen, it belongs to Jesus Christ. But I thank God for you supporting this ministry, amen, Uh, and standing on the word of truth tonight. So amen, saying that, place Lord, we're going to pick up amen from amen where we left off last week, and that was in First Corinthians chapter 8, 1 through 6, Zacharias 14 and 9, and Isaiah 43, 10 and 11, 1 Corinthians 12 and 3, and Matthew 7, 21 through 23. And let me read to you, amen, a few of these verses from 1 Corinthians 8, amen, and 1. It said, now, as certain things offered unto idols, we know that we all have knowledge. Knowledge puffs up, but charity edifies. And if any man think that he knoweth anything, he knoweth nothing, yet as he ought to know. But if any man love God, the same is known of God. As concerning, therefore, the eating of those things that are offered unto sacrifice unto idols, we know that an idol is nothing in this world, and that there is nothing that there is none other God but one. But those there be they that are called God, whether in heaven or in earth, as there be God's many and Lord's many. But to us from the believers there is but one Lord, the Father of whom are all things, and we in him, and one Lord Jesus Christ, by whom all are all things, and we by him. Zacharias 14 and 9 says, And the Lord shall be king over all the earth, in that day shall there be one Lord and his name one. Isaiah 43 and 10 says, Ye are my witness, says the Lord, and my servant. I have chosen that you may know and believe And understand That I am he And before me there was no God formed Neither shall there be after me I even I am the Lord And besides me there is no Savior 1 Corinthians 12 and 3 Says wherefore I give You to understand that no man speaketh by the Spirit of God call Jesus in a curse and that no man can say that Jesus is Lord but by the Holy Ghost. Matthew chapter 7, 21 says, Not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that does the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in Thou name? And in Thou name have cast out devils. And in Thou name has done many wonderful works. And then I will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that works iniquity. Our Lord and our God is what we are going to continue on tonight. We have one Lord. We have one faith. And we have one Baptism. There is a lot of controversy is going on in the land even as we live today about one law and by one faith and by one baptism and about one salvation. Jesus wants us to get a clearly understanding of who He really is. He wants to make sure that we really know who he is. He is our Lord. He is our God. I'm speaking about Jesus Christ. But to us, there is but one God. The Father of whom are all things. And we in him, and one Lord Jesus Christ, by whom are all things, and we by him. It's one Lord tonight. It's one God tonight. And even that one Lord and that one God rules over the entire universe. One Lord. Not two Lords, but one. Not two God but one. This monothecia of the Old Testament is undeniable. It was a paramount tense of truth that separated the ancient people of God from the numerous of the polythecial society of their time. God, through his spiritually anointed prophet repeatedly emphasized his sovereignty to his chosen people. I'm one. I'm one. Don't get confused tonight, Amen. Study the word of God for yourself. As I think about it, Amen. When Jesus had chosen his twelve disciples, he precipitately asked the question and said to them, who do you, talking about the disciples, say that I am? And there was only one at that particular time was able to get a spiritually discernment and a revelation of who Jesus was, and that was Peter. Peter said, thou art the Christ. You are the anointed one the son of the living God. And Jesus says, flesh and blood, no school in the have revealed this unto you. No theology has revealed this unto you, but only my father which is in heaven has revealed myself unto who I really am unto you. Only you can understand who Jesus is, I'm saying by revelation." Said is the word of God. For thou art great and does wonderful things. Thou art God alone. The Psalmist says amen in 86 and and 10. You are Amen. You are great. You do wonderful things, and thou art God alone. It's no other God. You're fearful. You fear fear ye not, neither be afraid. Have not I told thee from that time and have declared it? Ye are even my witness. Is there a God besides me? Yea, there is no God, I know not any. Isaiah forty four and 8. The Lord is saying, amen. if there is another God besides me, I don't know him. Now, amen, uh, if God don't know another God besides him, I don't think, amen, we should know another God. There is one Lord one God tonight. While other pagan cultures divided their hormones among a profusion of false idols, the Hebrew nation, by recognizing the one universe deity, the, the Hebrew, they, they recognized the one universe deity, were able to direct the worship. And the praise, and their obedience to the one force, they knew who they were serving. They were one, amen, when they praised, amen, they were praising, amen, the one God. And that was the almighty God. And that God, have he don't have a beginning nor an ending. He is just God. The New Testament is in perfectly harmony with the Old Testament recording on this subject. For the nature, essential, normal quality of God cannot be, cannot and does not change. You can't change, amen, God's nature. You can't change God's quality. He said, I'm the same today Yesterday and forevermore The Lord wants to reveal Himself unto humanity There is none Of a God but one 1 Corinthians 8 and 4 There is none Of a God but one We have only one God That we worship We serve and we give Praise to And that is God Almighty One God He's the Father of 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 all He begotten us all Who is above all And through all And in you all That is Ephesians 4 And 6 And I'm talking that one God Amen. His name is Jesus We don't have a one God So when we praise him or when you praise him, don't get confused who you're giving praise to. The early Christians, converted Jews, found no contradiction between the God of Moses and the God of Peter. They didn't find no contradiction, Amen that there were two gods, amen. One was in the Old Testament and the other was in the New Testament. But they came to the knowledge, amen, and understanding, amen, that that same God that was in the Old Testament was in the New Testament. They were simply able to recognize the one God in his new revelation and manifestation, amen. They they were able to see him in his revel through revelation and through his manifestation. He manifested his faith and manifested himself in the form of a man. And that man was Jesus Christ. It is this silent point that separates amen the contemporary peoples of God from the numerous polypedia religious or modern Christianity. God was, God is, and God will always be one. There is not but one, one, one. This truth is a primarily foundation upon which resteth the entire structure of the anathelous religion. is one Lord, one, one tonight. One Lord. The title of Lord is given to certain dignitaries or governments as well as being an old English term means master. When applied to the deity in the scripture, however, it carries the notion of supreme ruler or owner. Our Lord is the supreme ruler of everything and he owns everything. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. It belongs. To our Lord, Israel knew but one Lord. In Deuteronomy, the sixth chapter, Amen. The cry for Israel were here, O Israel. The Lord our God is one. They didn't know but one Lord. He had many titles, and they called him by many names. But he, Amen. It was not but one Lord. There was but one to whom they owe their obedience to serve. Amen. They owe their obedience, amen, to this one Lord, this one Lord, this one God, one by whom they owe, one by whom they were owed of all the law, God bestowed upon his people one commander was first and foremost given to them, and that was, hear, O Israel. The Lord our God is one Lord. There is not, amen, many God, many, many lords, amen, but, amen, Israel heard and recognized it's not the one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thou God, with all of our heart and with all of our soul and with all of our might. Amen. It's not the one tonight. It may be three manifest manifestations of the Holy Spirit, but it's not but one Lord tonight. So essential and unchanged will this pivot Point or truth that Jesus Himself repeated it to the scribes and, and to the disciples in Mark twelve, twenty nine and thirty. And so during he reaffirmed that there is but one law. Oh, praise the Lord tonight. I I I pray you get it in your spirit tonight. There is not but one law tonight. And that one Lord is Jesus Christ. All through the English word Lord is often inserted in places of the Old Testament in Hebrew name as Yahweh or Jehovah. It is questionable that Israel acknowledged only one deity as their Lord, a ruler, a master. They may have called him, amen, Yahweh, or they may have called him as Jehovah, but they they were recognizing him as their ruler and their master. In today's time, amen, we call his name Jesus. Because the Bible says she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. Before he was even come into the world, his name was already pronounced. Amen. And we shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sin. O oh Lord, God of our fathers, are not thou God in heaven? Are you not God in heaven? Rule not thou over all the kingdoms of the heathen, and in thy hand is there not power and might, so that none is able to withstand thee. Nobody is able is to withstand our Lord. Amen. That. Lives right now. Nobody is able to withstand our Lord. The original Christian also known, but one Lord. They just they knew it was just one Lord. But to us, there is but one God. One God. One capital G O D. He's the Father of whom all things all things were made by Him. And without him there were nothing me that were me, and we in him, one Lord, one Lord, one ruler of all, that is Jesus Christ, by whom are all things, and we by him. First Corinthians amen, 8 and 6, amen, it, 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 two, it, there were not no two gods creating, no two different things. It was only one God, different manifestation of the time, but it was only one God done the creation or created. It took 4,000 years for Jesus to reveal his name down, amen, to mankind. He came through 42 generations. Before his real name was revealed. the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. One Lord, one faith, and one baptism that we find in Ephesians chapter 4 and 5. It is so important not to be mixed up tonight and to know who you're giving your praise and your honor and your glory to tonight, the night, you know, you know, you know, amen, that there is not but one. When you get to heaven, uh, if you get there, it's not going to be two thrones in heaven. There is only one throne in heaven, and God sits up on that throne. And when you find out who is on that throne, his name is Jesus Christ. He is God, manifest in the flesh. The very meaning of the word Lord indicates that it can be applied exclusively to only one being. Only one can be superior ruler. Only one can be preeminent master. Only one can have absolutely authority. Only one can be Lord of all, and that is Jesus Christ. Oh, praise the Lord tonight. The Lord is God. The Lord is God. The statue of God, absolutely deity, it denotes divine perfection, power, and authority. The office of lordship infers ownership and rulership. Not only does the Old and New Testament agree that there is but one one God, and one law, but they also assert that these two offices are held by the same being. They they are in total agreement. We, Amen. We don't have to argue about it. The Lord, Amen. Approve yourself, knowing therefore this day. And consider it in thine heart that the Lord, L O R D, He is God in heaven above and up on the earth beneath. There is none else. Deuteronomy, Amen, chapter 4, 39. He is Lord, Amen, up above, and He is Lord, Amen, beneath. He's telling you that they are one. That all the people of the earth may know that the Lord is God and that there is none else. Read first King eight and sixty. See also Deuteronomy four and thirty-five. First King eighteen and twenty one, Psalm one hundred and three, Isaiah forty and twenty eight. Read these scriptures in your hearing, and it will let you know, Amen, that there is only one Lord and one God. Israel recognized only God as their superior. Ruler or Lord They recognized It was only God Was their superior ruler Or Lord There could be no Separation Of God and Lord From When The old covenant Jews prayed to God they were praying to their Lord. When they prayed to God, they were praying to their Lord. When they called upon the Lord, they were calling upon their God. When they say, Lord, they meant amen, I'm calling upon God. I'm respecting, amen. He is my Lord, amen. He's my ruler. He's my master, amen. But he is the almighty God. In like manner, the New Covenant Christians also recognized that the Lord were God. After Peter and John had been interrogated by Annas, the carpenter, and the Jewish council for healing the lame man at the gate of beautiful, and for preaching Jesus to the multitude, The church in Jerusalem rejoiced at their release. Peter and John were preaching Jesus. They were preaching Jesus. The man that laid at the gate called Beautiful was laying there asking for an arm, looking for somebody, amen, to give him a little hand, a little help. But Peter and John passed their eyes on him and said, silver and gold have I not. But such as I have, give I thee in the name of Jesus. I will give you the power of Jesus. And as you know the story, the lame man listened to Peter and John and his legs began to receive strength. And he began to leap up and praise the Lord. Amen. Because they introduced him to their Lord and their God. Praise the Lord. And when they heard that, they lifted up their voices to God with one accord and said, Lord, thou art God. which has made the heaven and the earth and the sea and all that is in them. You are God, Acts 4 and 24. Amen. You are God. Give him glory. Give him praise for what he has done and what he's done right now. The Apostle John added his witness and the witness of heaven to the identity of the Lord. When he described, I heard a great voice of much peoples in heaven saying, hallelujah, salvation and glory and honor and power unto the Lord our God. Revelation 19 and 1. So indivisible indivisible are the turns. Lord and God, that the scripture repeatedly referred to the Almighty One as the Lord God. He is the Lord God. The Lord and God of the Old Testament. The Old Testament scripture are clearly in that the one God is the one Lord or ruler of the universe. He is the ruler of the universe. It also declares that the Lord God of Israel is the only king and savior of mankind. There is not but one tonight. The king, the uh, the rhetorical question Who is this king of glory? He then answers the question in Psalms 24, 8 uh, 8 through 10. He said, the Lord Jehovah, he's strong and mighty. The Lord is mighty and balanced. The Lord of hosts, he is a king of glory. Who Who is a king of glory? It's the Lord Jehovah. He's strong and he's mighty. He is the king of glory. It was God' desire to establish the nation of Israel with an unparalleled form of government, not as a Republican or a Democrat, but as a divine, theocratically, government. God desired to rule and govern his people by himself. There was to be no other sovereignty monarch but the Lord God Almighty. God wanted to rule Israel for himself. He didn't want Israel, amen, to follow other nations and to be like other nations, amen. God, amen, has set those people aside to serve him. And he wanted to be only their God. The Lord, amen, was the undisputed king of Israel. As long as they honored him as their king, they were victoriously. They would go out and fight battle, but long as they honored him as their king, they were victoriously. They were prosperous and experienced his abundant of salvation, it was only when they rejected the rulership of God that the judgment of the heathen nation came upon them. When they rejected, amen, the rulership of God, when they got in their own ability and thought it was in their own power and didn't give God the glory, then, amen, they began to lose. And when you don't recognize the Lord of who he is, amen, in your life, you also lose. When they desire a natural king to place their supernatural one, God promised to oblate them, but also announced that in their hour of distress, he would turn a deaf ear to their crown. 1 Samuel 8, 6 through 18. God says, amen. If you want to turn for me, and you don't want me as your sovereign king, that brought you, man from out of the land of Egypt, amen, that brought you from out of poverty. If you don't want me, you don't want to honor me, and you want to honor a, a man instead of me, when you get in trouble, don't call on me. God will not relinquish his throne in favor to another one. David understood the anointing of the spirit. He wrote that the Lord would be king forever. His reign his reigns would never end. David says that in Psalm ten and sixteen the Lord is King forever and ever. The heathen are perishing out of his land. The Lord is King. I'm talking about Amen, Jesus Christ. He is King of our day and time. And he will be King forever. He is a Savior, he is a Savior of the world from the fall. In the Garden of Eden, man has been in despair and needed a Savior. Unable to save himself, man has had to rely up on the Lord God for salvation from both physical and spiritual destruction. Man can't save himself. He he had to rely up on Amen the Lord God for salvation. Salvation Amen is only in Jesus Christ. There is salvation in none other name except the name of Jesus. In our day and time, in our dispensation, of time, if you want to be saved, Amen, you're gonna to have to recognize Jesus Christ as your Lord, your Savior, and your God. He said, I, even I, am the Lord. That's what the Lord says. I, even I, am the Lord, and besides me there is no Savior. Nobody can save you but our Lord. That is Jesus Christ. Amen. Nobody else can save you. I have declared and have saved, and I have shown when there were no strangers, God, Small d o d among you Therefore you are my witness Through the Holy Ghost Says the Lord that I am God I am God Isaiah chapter 43 11 through 12 He said Yea I am the Lord Thou God From the land of Egypt I have brought you out of From the land of Egypt And thou shalt know No other God but me Don't put no other God before me Nobody delivered you but me. Well, there is no Savior besides me, Hosea 13 and 4. There is no Savior besides Jesus Christ. I don't care any other. Ever what the false gods are trying to raise up and tell you, amen, they can save you, they can deliver you, amen, they can't do it. It can't do it. There is not but one Savior, and that Savior is Jesus Christ. God's people were saved from the, the nakedness in the garden. God saved them from their nakedness in the garden, Genesis 3 and 21. He saved from the flood, Hebrews 11 and 7. And he saved them from the pestilence, in Exodus 11 and 7, he saved them from slavery in Egypt. Leviticus 11 and 45, and he saved he saved them from the wilderness. Nehemiah 9 and 19, and saved them from various enemies that tried to annihilate them. In Exodus 23. And 27, no power will even prove to be too strong for their Savior. There is no power today. Amen. It's too strong that our Savior cannot save us. I don't care what you're in and what you're going through with. Jesus can save you. Oh, praise the Lord. It's one Lord. It's one faith. In one baptism, it is vital, amen, to know who you serve in. My God, as long as Israel were faithful to the Lord God, he were faithful to deliver them and reveal himself as the only omnipotent Savior. As long as they were faithful to him, as long as they would obey him, he would reveal himself to them that he was the only one. He has not changed today. If you're faithful unto him, he will reveal himself to you that he is the only one. Although God is now working through his New Testament church he has not forgotten his natural peoples, the Israelites. Jews can be saved in Christ. For there is no difference between the Jew and Gentile in the benefits of Calvary. Amen. Ever who call on the name of Jesus, whether they're Jews or whether they're Gentiles, amen, under the grace that the age of time, the Lord will save them. God had no respectable person. Calvary pays the price for everybody's soul. You can be saved if you don't know him, but you got to acknowledge him as your Lord and your Savior and as your God. But the Bible also points to a time when a large remnant of Jews will recognize and accept. Jesus Christ as God and I'm thinking amen this time is amen at the time amen when the tribulation period come on there is going to be a large remnant of Jews amen That will recognize and accept Jesus Christ as God when 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 the army of the nation covers against Jerusalem Jesus will come to the city to destroy the army and save the Jewish nation. Zacharias 14, 1 through 15, they're going to call upon Jesus, and Jesus is going to save them. He's lordship and deity proclaimed. Israel was perpetuate turning away from God as a nation. Out of all they did, amen, they, they will turn away, From the Lord. But it was only when they torn down the false gods of idols and rebuilt the altar to Yahweh that they experienced the protection and blessing of God. And you know, here in America today, if we don't tear down the idols, amen, this idolatry, amen, that took over idolatry worship today. Christians, they is afraid it's worshiping idols. And I done, We got to tear down the walls of idleness, foolishness, of idleness. and get back down on our knees and call upon our Savior. It was only by proclaiming him Lord and God that they became recipients of his power. Herein was Israel's strength. When you call upon the name of Jesus, and your strength and your power is in the name of Jesus. Don't let nobody fool you, amen. There is power, amen, in none other name, amen, that is up on earth, but the name of Jesus. In our day, in our time, we must call on Jesus. He is our Lord and our Savior. Amen. Although Israel experienced times of backsliding and idolatry, the mighty prophets of old would repeatedly proclaim, amen, the Lordship and the deity of Yahweh and turn Israel back to the one true God. They would tell them, amen, that amen is still is not the one true God. When they would fade away from the Lord and worship the false and idol God, amen, the prophet would proclaim their Lordship. Worship the Lord God Almighty. My God, my God, I can see these idols, amen, all across the land today. Turn from your idleness and come on and seek the Lord and seek Him while He may be found. The Lord and God of the New Testament, He is the King. From His very birth, Jesus was recognized by the assault and Perception as the king of Israel. Wise men inquired about his birth. Amen. He was king. He is king. Jesus Christ is king. Do you recognize him as your king? The wise men come look for a born king. Mankind normally inherit. Amen. Their kingship or be appointed. But this king was born king. Saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? Matthew Amen, two and two. Where is, we want to see him? We want to worship him. They wanted to give praise to somebody that was born king. Pharaoh was looking for him for a different purpose, but they wanted to worship him. Throughout his years of ministry, fathering and disciples, they proclaimed him to be the sovereign of the Hebrews. When Nathaniel was confronted with Jesus Christ, he declared, Thou art the king of the Jews. St. John 1 and 49. Christ Wrote triumphantly unto Jerusalem, overcome with joy, in the election they greeted him. Hosanna! Blessed is the King of Israel that come in the name of the Lord. Saint John, twelve and thirteen, they praise him. They say, Hosanna! Blessed is the name of the Lord. Bless the name of the Lord. Bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. It was this a certain amen of kingship that so greatly inflamed the political and religious heretics of of that day. In Mark Pilate placed a towel above the head of the crucifixion Savior which read, Jesus of Nazareth, he's the king of the Jews, St. John 19 and 19. He was king of the Jews. But even by executing Jesus, the rulers could not terminate his kingship. Even they meant putting him to death. They couldn't get rid of his kingship because he was king. The apostle preached emphatically, Amen, that Jesus Christ was their omnipotent He was king, was occupied. He was accused of treason for their teaching. But amen, in Acts seventeen, five, and eight, he still preached Jesus. Amen. John the revelator also proclaimed the Lamb who is the indisputable Jesus Christ to be not only king of the Jews and king of the saints, but also Lord of lords and king of kings. Revelation 17 and 14. There were only one sovereign king of both the Old and New Testament, and his name is Jesus. One Lord, one faith, and one salvation. Luke two and eleven says, "For unto you is born this day in the city of David a savior, which is Christ our Lord. And he is Lord of Lord and King of King." God bless you. My time is up, but thank you, Amen, for tuning in. My announcement.
0: <clears throat> wow, that was fire coming from the more tonight. That was amazing wow, I'm just I'm just in awe. The message was amazing tonight. For all of those of you who caught it, keep up with the scriptures, keep up with the word. That was really, really great. Um, for those of you who didn't and who will check it online later, thank you for sharing the show, and thank you for listening. You guys matter. We do what we do because of God. We love you, but God loves you the best. God bless everybody. Good night.